coming up tonight on Max Wrestling. Full Gear Predictions War Games is officially set for Survivor Series. Danielson v. Okada 3 is officially set for the biggest show at the beginning of the year, Wrestle Kingdom. And the devil strikes again. Television Championship. Hmm. Interesting. Nah, I'm not gonna do that. After everything I've been through with this title, I have beaten DC, Teddy P, Moses Marquez, Mike Larkin, Chris Reed. And as exhausting as it's been, consistently defending this belt since April for nine months. I'm not just going to give it up just like that. What I'm trying to say is I'm not fucking leaving. Now, I know I said I was issuing an open challenge for the Maxis, but you know what? I don't want to wait till New Year's Eve. So here it is. TV title. First come, first serve. December 21st. Christmas Clash. I am giving you an early Christmas present. So, if you want this, talk to my lawyer. And whoever it may be, ho ho ho, bitch. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. This is your captain speaking. He is El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Welcome to Max Wrestling. This is episode 453. Um, and we're back to predictions. <laughs> oh, good gracious, but it's all good. But before we get into any of this week's mayhem and predictions, make sure you are subscribed right here, youtube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on soundcloud.com and Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcasts. And of course, check out the beautifully done website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Yeah, so uh, let's jump straight into the Max Wrestling Facebook group and see what's been making conversations this week. If you're not if part you're of the part group yet, yet, we're not that hard to find. It's literally Max Wrestling on Facebook groups. Come join the party. Please um, do. We've already, I mean, I approved three or four different posts the other day from some new guy. Get yeah, in welcome there. Tyler Green. Welcome Tyler Green, brother. Get in there, guys. Come on. Interactive, baby. Interactive. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go to Tyler Green's one of his posts first. Your phone percentage is how many mud hole stomps Stone Cold gives you. Uh, I'm getting 62. Thank God at the time when I first read that, I was at like 19. I'm like, I could deal oh, with that now. Well, I, now? Oh, hoy, hoy, hoy. I originally first read off, it first thing this morning, so my phone was on 100%. Oh, uh, see, right now I'm at 91. Jesus. I don't know who's going to get tired more, me or him. All I know is, is I, my foot, his foot's going to hurt and my chest is going to be caved to shit. Yeah. Um, let me go to one that I posted a couple of hours ago. Um, 
WWE believes LA Knight has capped out on his popularity. How? Oh, because he lost to Roman, I guess. But like I said, I am sick of WWE constantly not pulling the trigger on somebody and then blaming us. But that, but hold, hold oh, on. You don't like him anymore. No, no, we do. You're just not doing shit with him. But wait a minute. That was the thing. It, 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 when did anybody say nobody's doing anything with him? When did anybody say that he would like, I don't remember any of this. Like I would understand if like, maybe like there was all oh, for a couple of weeks, the Twitter nerds have been going crazy and LA Knight's been away. Nobody has said a word. So no, where the fuck is it? Still you know I mean? number one merch seller right now. So I don't. So, so you're telling me they're making shit up? Is what you're telling me? You're telling me they're making shit up. He's making That's you a shitload of money, but yeah, he's not popular anymore. No, or or this is as want... popular as he's gonna get. I don't. There's a time. There's times to be completely transparent, and there's times to shut the fuck up. This is one of those times to shut the fuck up. Why yeah. are you like what? I don't I don't understand this. And I don't how how do you know that he's kept out from a Saudi Arabia show? Not not a WrestleMania, not a Royal Rumble, not a uh, a fucking, you know, even a big Survivor Series match, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. You're, you're talking about a fucking Saudi Arabia show where we already knew he was going to lose because in reality like a title change happens there once in a blue moon. And we got it already with Logan. So they weren't going to yeah. give us a second. And it sure as hell wasn't going to be on Roman. It definitely was not going to be on Roman. Thank you for pointing out the absolute Avi. But it's the truth, though. It's the fucking truth. But he was but, even over in Saudi. He was. And that's the thing that's crazy. I'm like, this guy is over everywhere. And you guys have the gall, the fucking audacity <laughs> to say that he's not, that he's he's plateaued. The Saudi show was what two weeks ago? Yeah. Like, see, um, what see? else we got? Fine, go ahead, release him. Just release. Go ahead and release him. Then let him come to <laughs> AEW. Let him go back to he's... CNA. Oh, uh, psh, that's fine. Way to give him, dude. Way to give fucking them like a fuck uh, a revamped uh, first round draft pick. You know what I'm saying? Like this guy will mm. turn. He's going to be huge. Let's keep this blown on us for a second here. He's going to be huge. If he's not already, this isn't this isn't his peak. I assure you. I assure you this is not his peak. But yet, according to the higher ups, the quote unquote, I'm hoping not the experts because that's not it. He's plateaued. And it doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> he, he's he just not winning anything. But, but you booked he, the matches. Yeah, but he's not winning anything. So book him to win then. Yeah, book him to win. Fucking hell. Um, also on the WWE train, they have added CM Punk's profile to their website for the first time in nine years, uh, which just fuels the rumors that he's going to be in Chi-Town at Survivor Series. Chris Reed doesn't believe it. He says, to be fair, that doesn't mean he's coming back. No, it doesn't, but it's a good sign. So, um... I'm gonna burst some bubbles right now, and you can take it. You can you can quote me. You can whatever. Uh, web design major. All they did was update his fucking profile. The same exact profile that's under like the uh, 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 the what you call it um, uh, alumni or whatever the shit. Yeah, yeah. It all they did was update it. When you do that, Google says, "Hey, it's 20 hours old." 
They update, yeah. They some guy maybe have added a period. That's all it is. It doesn't <laughs> like it. It doesn't mean that. Oh my god! Uh, they've did they add him to the active roster? No. Did did they did they write a piece on him? Well, no. Did did they did they put a video out on him? Well, no. Has there been any? Has there been any real muster besides the obvious signs? Like, yeah, there's been the the use of a GTS. Um, mm. I swear to God, like I think somebody has been using like punk monikers or whatever have you. So I and, and I get it, and I know anticipation is high, and there's a strong possibility he could go back. But coming from the land of reality, all they did was update a old profile, and if you look, nothing's different. So again, it was it was a structural error that needed to be re- repaired. And that's it. So you guys are blown out of proportion, everything. Dude, so if you go, but anyway, I'm I'm thinking he's gonna go back. I would rather him go to fucking TNA. Yeah. Um. Considering he never really enjoyed his time in TNA, I think he's got more friends there now, and obviously they're doing great things. Um. If he was to go back, I think he'd have a better second run. Like he wasn't really. Well known his first time in TNA, no. he was running around with Mickey James, well, Alexis well, Lurie, and Raven. He was still very much the indie guy at the time. Like mm. if you didn't follow indies hard, like you didn't know CM Punk. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't even know what his problem was with early TNA because obviously they were the original alternative, and they were bringing in fucking every our truth, run the truth killings, and made him a heavyweight champion. It, it, the, the, real, the reality is of the uh, so many people that worked the super early TNA days is ridiculous. Like yeah. there is a, a laundry list of top-notch talent that had a little pity stop in the early, early, early days of TNA, and he was one of them. And and yet, like our truth is an excellent example. I mean, like I, I I swear there was like Abdul the Butcher had even showed up in TNA kind of shit. Like there's been legends there. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he is one or he needs to carry himself as one or anything like that. But I mean, I don't understand how the only other person I've heard of that had issues with Impact was Austin Aries, and well, I think he just had issues with himself. Yeah. So then how always. how the, like so that I just I'm just lost. How is it? All these other people can leave that company and not say a bad word about it. But yet you worked there for a few months back in the early super ass early days in the fucking early 2000s, just fresh off the millennium. And it was shit. How? How was it? Like, that's the thing, bro. Like you leave and it's shit. Oh, Ring of Honor was shit. And then I left and then I got there. Oh, okay. And then I left and I went back to shit. Huh? Maybe he just didn't get along with Jeff Jarrett. Nobody gets along with I can, Jeff I can believe that. Nobody does. But you gotta, like, tolerate him, in a way. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he's t- uh, good with Scott Demore, but, again, like we heard a few weeks ago, um, Impact TNA can't afford Punk's asking price. No, and and, and, and I, I think I said it last week, too. If he really wants to get back in, just take a fucking pay cut. You'll make yeah. all the money back. You I, you act like you're not going to fucking get paid. You act like their checks are going to bounce. They're not. You know what I mean? Like, they're, you're, you're going to get paid, dude. You know what I mean? You're going to get a good merch check, and you know you'll make it there. Um, You'll make impact shop money. You'll make fucking pro wrestling tees money. 
you know, you'll you'll obviously get whatever impact money you get there. You know, you'll travel, so free travel or whatever. Like it just, I don't know. I I I feel I feel it's a, a little bit of an easier transition for to go to TNA because if you go to the WWE, I feel it, it, it feels like they're they're going backwards. Like because look at look at who's look at who fucking was got the biggest hit the fucking rock was hanging out for a couple weeks, yeah. which was like blew my mind. Fucking as far as I'm concerned, Cena's not he's on like a retirement tour, so he's not leaving WWE in a you know in a big capacity anytime soon. So then you go out. You, I mean, you got Cody that you're trying to rebuild. Roman's a gigantic star beyond his own ego, and then you're gonna bring in fucking Punk. That's like throwing a wrench in a blender. Like, it, well, I mean, I guess they need to close the book in a better way than they did last time. I can understand that, but it's not like he had a bad fucking, you know, WrestleMania match like fucking Goldberg did. Uh oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, threw, he pretty much decided, well, okay, I don't want to be here anymore. So, you know, I'm gone. You know, he, he gave it. Uh, he did the bare minimum after, you know, when they started to fuck him over and, you know, oh, well, you guys are fucking Brian over. Well, then fuck you guys. And it's like, what does Brian's life have to do with you? <laughs> You're not pushing Brian, Dan- or Dan- no, Daniel Bryan anymore. So fuck you guys. Oh, good Lord. I get it, but I respect that. In, in a way. <laughs> um, well, you mentioned Cena. That was going to be what I was going to bring up next. Uh, Chris Reed posted. Um a quote from Cena. Um, what a quote. Well, fans fans turn emotional on John Cena as he drops mm-hmm. retirement hints on social media because obviously mm-hmm. he uh, he posted a picture of David Beckham in his last match after Crown Jewel. Um, and it very much did seem like he was bowing out at Saudi. Maybe it was his last time in Saudi Arabia, please. And, until they offer him like $4 million for a match. Um, uh, but yeah, he is... Obviously, winding down the clock a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that was his last match. Oh God, no! Hell no! Um, no. Do, do y'all not remember like what what David went through? Do we not remember what happened when the whole like debacle and this and that, and he kind of knew he wasn't going to go back to Man City or Man United? He went to America. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck it. You want you want you really want to play fucking uh, David Beckham? You really want to pull the Beckham card, big man? Go to Japan. <laughs> just fucking go to Japan. I mean, like, I just what gather, the fuck are you doing here? He's getting ready to go back to Hollywood. Apparently, he had to ask special permission to uh, work for WWE while they're on strike. Um, I don't know what the deal is with the strike. I mean, it's obviously still ongoing, but we need, we need some fucking movies. You're telling me, bud. (laughs) Maybe he's getting ready to go back. Maybe he'll be back again, Mania season. Um, But that could have been his last match, potentially, in Saudi Arabia. Please. Yeah, he doesn't need to go back to Saudi. Um, I mean, again, I'm loving... That was the guy that was like, just give me five more minutes, you know what I mean, when John left, like, the last time, and now I'm like, all right, well, he's here. So, again, take advantage of him while he can. But if he's getting special permission, you know his time is limited. You know he's on his way out, um, whether that be, like, Painmaker or movies or whatever have you. 
it, it, it's it's good to have him while he's here. Um, I hope that's the last time we see him in Saudi. I don't want him to work in front of Saudi anymore either. But that's just me. I'm a, I'm a selfish bastard. But I don't think this is his last match. Total. Like I think maybe. Let's see. I I could see him go. No, Mania is way too far out. I could see him go to the end of the year. I can I mean, see him I'd go like to like him. Christmas. If he is retiring, I'd like for his last match to be at Mania. I mean, obviously you want to go out on the biggest stage like Sean and Taker and Rick. Well, here's my thing. And um, because we're we're talking about Holly Weird here, you know what I'm saying? And Holly Weird is very demanding and they want what they want and they want it now. Yeah. So I I think and John could could use uh, I guess himself as leverage and maybe be like, okay, look. I want to appease everyone. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to leave in December. I'll come back for mania and then I'm done. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, that's fine. Make the arrangements, blah, 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 blah. Whether it be like one of those, like John Cena open challenges and he just loses or whatever have you, you know, build a giant match, put somebody over an LA night. Even I think, didn't he already do that? Didn't he already lose LA night or just team with LA night? He teamed with him. Yeah. And then he put him over like on the mic and like yeah. he pretty much announced him as the number one contender for Roman. So then, yeah, I mean, there's not too much more you can do to help him. So I mean, like, yeah, give him a big match at Mania. He, you know, he loses, retires, there, pulls the Undertaker move. All right, cool, thanks, John. You know, and then all of a sudden we get cock blockers too, or you know, the new season of you know, uh, uh, uh what's it, what's the fucking thing? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. I'm down so for cock blockers too. I mean, right? That was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um, maybe they only let him do a certain number of dates too. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Um, but I'm really happy that he used those limited appearances or this limited run to put people the fuck over. Yes, dude. Thank you. That's the, that's the killer part. You're you're the old head with a giant name still, still, and you, your number one prerogative was to come out and put over some kids. Or some young, you know, I mean, some new ones. Let's go with the new faces. And 10 years ago, we were praying for people to beat John Cena because he never fucking lost. Uh, and now he's just doing it off his own back every time he's in the ring. It's great. It's fucking fantastic. Give back. Yes, give back. And now let's start giving back to the recap in life. It is time to get into the fun stuff. Let's go back to recapping some shows. And it's time to kick it off with impact in three, two. Turning point kicked off with Josh Alexander and Eric Young defeating subcultures Mark Andrews and Flash Gordon Webster as Josh planted Andrews with a C4 spike for the win. Scott Moore signed Leon Slater to a TNA contract. Slater has been lighting up the UK indie scene with the likes of Progress and Rev Pro and also GCW and he's only 19. Giselle Shaw defeated Alex Windsor. The recently resurfaced Simon Miller cut a promo backstage ahead of facing Joe Hendry later on in the show. Rich Swan defeated Trey Miguel with a 450 splash. Danny Luna addresses being compared to Jordan Grace before being defeated by Jordan Grace with the Grace Driver. Another promo from Simon Miller before the match, however, he comes up short as Joe Hendry gets the jump before the bell and plants him with a standing ovation for the win. 
Moose and Brian Myers defeated the team of Chris Sabin and Frankie Kazarian with a spear from Moose to Kazarian. Trinity defeated Diana Perazzo once again to retain the Knockouts Championship, tapping her out with Starstruck. This time, Gail Kim was the special referee. After the match, Diana attacked Trinity and got in Gail Kim's face before the two came to blows and Diana got hit with the classic Eat Defeat. And in the main event, Will Ospreay defeated Eddie Edwards with the Stormbreaker. And after the match, Ospreay addressed the fans, continuing to tease his future in 2024, but said that regardless of where he goes, he's excited that TNA is coming back. Well, now over to Moses Marquez for your Rampage report. Let's jump into the Rampage Report. And boy, how did Rampage ever start off with a banger. A show of Lucha Libre, if you will. Triple A written all over it. Penta El Zero Metal. El Hijo del Fantasma. Or sorry, not Fantasma. Del, del Kingo and Commander all went in there. Put on an absolute banger. Made the people make you want to watch some Lucha. Penta came out with the dub. The Guns quickly defeat Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel. I was upset because it's CD. After the match, the Bang Bang Gang claimed ownership of all three shows and vowed the Guns would take the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles away from MJF. Backstage, Dan Housen, very evil, returned to television to announce that he will officially return to the ring next week. Goddamn you. I can't do it. All right. <laughs> The end of the outcast may be in sights. As we see backstage, Ruby Soho admits that they have been on a downward spiral and questions where Soraya was last week. Soraya calls Ruby ungrateful and walks off. Angelo Parker again appears to try to rue Ruby, you know, come to the come to whatever side he is. I don't know what fucking group their name is now anyway. But but Ruby ends up ha uh, has none of it. Daddy Magic appears uh, and addresses their recent loss to Jericho and Omega. Was it the Golden Jets? Sky Blue soundly solved the problem of Maria Shafir. Uh, it was it. another good showing by Sky Blue for sure. Daniel Garcia defeated Tramperetta in the main event with all of the friends on both sides left backstage. After the match, Garcia says he was the first singles match in six months. Oh, this was his first singles match in six months, and he is now calling out MJF after just one match for the world title. He's ballsy, but not as ballsy as the cap, because now he's going to recap the smack. Skipping SmackDown because Crown Jewel was on Saturday, so let's go through the results real quick. From main event last year to the pre-show this year, Sami Zayn defeated JD McDonough in the kickoff match. Seth Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre to retain his WWE World Championship, thanks largely to Sami Zayn after the match for preventing Damian Priest from cashing in on Rollins. Rhea Ripley won the Fatal Five-Way to retain her Women's Championship against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Raquel Rodriguez. It was clearly veteran putting over newcomer as Solo Sokoa defeated John Cena with four consecutive Samoan spikes. 
After the match, Cena seemed to be bowing out to the Saudi Arabia crowd for the last time. But as we know from experience, the door is never really closed on Saudi money. Logan Paul defeated Rey Mysterio to win the WWE United States Championship, as many saw coming. One thing we didn't see coming was that viral clip of Paul catching Rey before landing on his head from a moonsault. Io Sky defeated Bianca Belair to retain the WWE Women's Championship thanks to a surprise return from Kyrie Sane, which was totally wasted on the misogynistic crowd. But nevertheless, it'll be interesting to see where it goes with Kyrie and Bailey's history. Cody Rhodes defeated Damian Priest with not one, not two, but three crossroads in a row. And of course, main event, Roman Reigns defeated LA Knight to retain the Undisputed Universal Championship before going back into hibernation. Roman would like to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, and New Year, and he'll see us all in 2024. And now, Saturday night is fight night. Moses is on course for collision. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, <laughs> we must be on the collision course. Swerve Strickland defeated AR Fox, another beauty, another uh, uh, homage to Lucha Underground. Uh, Prince Nana and the Gates of Agony surround Fox, but before they can do anything, FTR comes out and makes the save. Ricky Starks and Big Bill then take out FTR. LFI, the faction, um, come out, clear the ring as the House of Black watch the chaos from the stands. The world of factions in AEW is blossoming beautifully, and I cannot wait for it all to come to a head. Backstage, Lexi Nair kips. Uh, uh, Lexi Nair kips Sabian is pissed off. I'm sorry, with Lexi, I apologize. With he's pissed off, kips Sabian. He sucks anyway, so he's always pissed off. His being back is attacked by Mark Briscoe because he's the man. Uh, he then brings in the War Horseman and challenges Briscoe to find two partners. Uh, War Horseman definitely needs some more love on this show. Uh, I know they're not camera appeal, but they're they're good in the ring. I sure I assure you this. The Kingdom defeated uh, James McGuire and, uh, or McGregor, sorry, and uh, Braxton Nix, uh, Braxton Nash. I am messing up names all dang today. Uh, with the Spike Pile Driver. After the match, Strong gets out of his wheelchair, runs in and attacks the jobbers before realizing, oh shit, my neck, and has to be helped back into his chair by the Kingdom. I goddamn love Roddy because he's neck strong. Backstage, FTR offer to team with Mark Briscoe, but Briscoe says he can't let them pull double duty, but he has someone else in mind. Darby Allen defeats Lance Archer. God damn it. Stop being Lance Archer. <laughs> After the match, Jake Roberts returns and is joined by the Righteous, and I love this already, before Archer attacks Darby with the blackout. Now, this is a faction huge muscle guy and uh, not muscle guy but a big guy and Archer joining the righteous in a team I've already liked so it's kind of like two big guys I think because well the other guy's just fat maybe not <laughs> backstage Chris Stylander thanks Sky Blue for doing the right thing Sky tells Chris that she did it for Willow because she did it for the rock she did it for the Willow I had to do it uh, backstage Swerve challenges pendant to a match which on Dynamite um, Alex accepts on behalf of Penta. The acclaimed and Billy Gunn celebrate 69 days as World's Trios champion. Scissor me down. 
including a pre-recorded message from MJF saying that he's starting to like the acclaim, but hey, I was all, we, I think we were all in that boat at one point, so. Proceedings are obviously interrupted, but uh, in, a, in a way that I'm not too upset about. Don't Castle and the boys come out and they smash the Acclaimed's trophy. They're kind of heelish, but I am down to see the Acclaimed against Dalton Castle and the boys. All of a sudden, we have a trio's title match, and of course, that's when we lose. But it was still a good showing. We need more of this, though. We need more, more Dalton Castle, more boys. Make it happen, TK. Backstage again with Lexi pulling all the hard work. Andre El Idolo says that he will give his answer to CJ Perry next week. Might have a hot white girl chasing him around. The other white girl may not like that. Who knows? Mark Briscoe, Dustin Rhodes, and Keith Lee defeat Kip Sabian and the Work Horseman. And Kip Sabian sucks. So, that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> After the match, in an interview, Mark Briscoe announces he is granted a match with Jay White on Dynamite. And if he wins, he will replace him at full gear to challenge MJF for the world title. Willow Nightingale defeats Emi Sakura. We need more Emi Sakura. I don't care if she loses. We need more Emi Sakura. Uh, Preston Vance, Roosh, and FTR defeats the Gate of Acne. Uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Solid, super solid match. Preston Vance is becoming more and more impressive as the days go. FTR attempts to shake the hands of the LFI, but obviously they're too cool for school, so they walk out of the ring. FTR are then attacked by the House of Black, as they should be. And Claudio Castagnoli, Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta make the save as the House of Black retreat. An odd save, personally. An odd save. <sighs> Speaking of things that's odd, Cap's got to do it. So he's got to take one for the team. He's fitting to go in there raw. Seth Rollins thanks Drew McIntyre for their match at Crown Jewel and also called out Sami Zayn to thank him for stopping Priest from cashing in. As a thank you, Rollins announces he's asked Adam Pearce to give Zayn a, a shot at the World Championship in the main event. Judgment Day's Finn Balor and Damian Priest defeated New Day as Balor hit Woods with the coup de grace. Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Akira Tozawa with a Kinshasa. After the match, Nakamura mocked Tozawa before Otis got in the ring and squared up to Nakamura, who laughs and walks away. The Miz became the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship, defeating Ivar, Bronson Reed, and Ricochet, but after the match, he's attacked by Ivar. After signing their contract earlier in the day, the Creed Brothers defeated DIY with an Avalanche Brutus Ball. Backstage, Nia Jax interrupts Becky Lynch's interview and says she hasn't been so happy since the night she broke Lynch's face. Becky Lynch responds by telling Nia Jax that after, na- after Nia Jax broke her face, she went on to main event WrestleMania, while Jax went on to get fired. In a battle royal to earn a shot at Rhea's World Championship, Becky Lynch is attacked by Zia Lee on her way to the ring. The winner of the match, however, was Zoe Stark, who will now face Rhea Ripley at Survivor Series. And in the main event, Seth Rollins defeated Sami Zayn to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. However, after the match, the Judgment Day attacked Sami Zayn on the ramp. Rollins dived through the ropes and lands on everybody. Jey Uso joined the brawl, followed by Cody Rhodes. And as referees and officials break it up, Adam Pearce makes it official. War Games at Survivor Series. Well, now that we're all up to date, let's head back for last night on Dynamite. 
All right, let's get into Dynamite very quickly before we hop into our uh, full gear predictions. Backstage with Ski and MJF. Again, just, I swear to God, he's just hanging out back there in the back. Anybody comes by has to talk to MJF. And now he's still hanging out with Adam Cole. Jesus Christ, Adam, just with the fucking beard growing skills and everything. Uh, he again advises him to uh, team with Samoa Joe at full gear. He's interrupted up. He is then interrupted by Daniel Garcia, who promises him uh, the professional wrestler and not the sports entertainer. Roderick Strong and the Kingdom then arrive, but MJF quickly dismisses them and walks away before Strong says it's time uh, for uh, it, blah, blah, blah. it's time to remind them who remind everyone who he is. MJF and Daniel Garcia, uh, they had a nice, good match. Uh, Danny Garcia is the fucking man. Uh, let's, just, let's just be blunt honest with you. Love the kid. Uh, MJF retains as he should after the match. Parker and Daddy Magic come down to stop Magic. I'm sorry, to stop Garcia from shaking MJF's hands. Uh, total douchebags. But I'm sure we're going to get a fucking um, a DG turn here very soon. Very, very soon. Uh, Darby Allen and Sting on free television uh, defeated not Billy Graham and not Magnum TA with a Scorpion Deathlock from Sting. Um, I mean, I was going to say these guys did look hella old school, so I'll give you that part. But again, free TV for Sting, I'll take it all day long. Uh, backstage, the tone, the town, the timeless Tony Storm in a black and white thing with fucking Hikaru Shida, who's still looking around like, why are we being shot in black and white? They come face to face as they sign their contract. <laughs> Everybody's confused. This thing is awesome. I fucking love Tony Storm. Don't tell me you're going to crown her already, but if you do, I can't blame you. It's just, it's, it's just so hot right now. So hot. Swerve against Penta gave me all, all of the goddamn Lucha Underground vibes, and I loved every second of it. Uh, after the match, after Swerve gets up the win, uh, he tries to remove Penta's mask. Hangman quickly attacks him with a chair. I need this crazy-ass Hangman all the time. Uh, drops him with a dead eye off the stage. Uh, absolutely brutal. Backstage, MJF fire shots at uh, I'm sorry, Jay White fire shots at MJF as he prepares to take on Mark Briscoe. Where they interviews the Golden Jets, but they're interrupted by the very bitter, the still very bitter, if you will, uh, Young Bucks as they argue with Jericho that we end up with a tag match for full gear with some high stakes. If the Golden Jets win, they steal the Young Bucks tag title shot. But if the Bucks win, the Golden Jets are no more. Samoa Joe against Keith Lee in a Haas battle for the Ring of Honor television title. And with the Kohina clutch, Samoa Joe retains. After the match, he says that he's hungry for a world title. So vacates the television title after 574 days. I'm still scratching my head. But uh, it is what it is. Backstage, Orange Cassidy addresses John Moxley in one of the more fiery promos you ever get from OC, and I fucking love it. He says he will he will not feel complete as international champion until he beats him. God, I fucking love OC. Uh, the guns squashed a couple of nerds with about three and a half moves. They send a message to MJF backstage. MJF is looking on before walking away from Samoa Joe. Also backstage, Moxie fires back at Orange Cassidy. We get Julia Hart returning in a match. Excellent intro. Ex uh, decent match. Red Velvet's getting better. Thank God, because she needed it. <laughs> After the match, Julia attacks Velvet before being interrupted by Sky Blue. They stare each other down as Willow and Skylander join um, Sky and Julia. Uh, it's, uh, join Sky as Julia then leaves the ring. Backstage, we get uh, RJ City, who introduces uh, Maria May, who I still have no fucking idea who it is. I know the name. I don't. I don't. 
So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to <laughs> look her up at some point in the main event. Um, a shockingly good one, believe it or not. I mean, Mark Briscoe's not the greatest singles performer ever, but very good. Jay White defeats Mark Briscoe to keep his spot at full gear, but it's the Bang Bang Gang out there celebrating. MJF interrupts by attacking the group from behind with the dynamite diamond ring. Jay White escapes because he's a coward. Still in possession of the world title as well. And as MJF addresses Jay White, the Devil's group is shown in the back, beating the hell out of the claims. And then the Devil himself appears on the camera, and then it is cut, and the show goes black. Mm-hmm. What an ending. Lots of head scratchers, lots of questions to be asked. The internet definitely running wild with speculation as well. Yeah, we'll get into all that with full gear in just a little bit. Make it short, sweet, to the point. I am your current reigning Max Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. I am the guy every person should be worried about. Whether you are MDO or not. He's already proven twice that he can't be trusted. He used Chris to screw me over. He's not my El Jefe anymore. <laughs> You're making my decision for me. I'm coming at the Chris, and then I'm going at the El Jefe. So heed my warning. The MDO stronger than ever. Sure about that? Cool. Moses Marquez, do you not understand what you have done? But here at Max, you gotta earn the best. And let's just say that maybe, just maybe, we'll use this as a representation of my world championship. You don't woke up something that even you can't handle. It's not too late, baby. You're still MDO. I'm gonna run through you like an animal, baby. Everybody is gonna hit the floor. Cause I wanna see you in promo series. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. This is your captain. He is El Jefe. Make sure you are liking and subscribed on YouTube. Follow us everywhere for all the information you need. Go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Do it right now. But still to come, we got full gear predictions. But first, let's jump back in time. Let's go to this week in wrestling history. Let's go back in time. A little bit of back in time for the history. AEW's Full Gear 2020 took place November 7th, 2020. And obviously, three years later, we're hitting out the next one. But let's get to this one. NWA Women's Championship match. Serena Deeb successfully defends against Alicia Kenny. Kenny Omega. Eggman Adam Page. Partners come to blows, and it's Kenny that pulls out the dub. OC beats John Silver. Darby Allen successfully beats uh, Cody Rhodes to win the AEW TNT Championship. Hikaru Shida successfully defends the Women's Championship against Nyla Rose. The Young Bucks and FTR put on an absolute banger five and a quarter star 
but it is the Young Bucks that walk away with the AEW Tag Team Championship. We're really not supposed to talk about this match, but the Elite Deletion match, Sammy Guevara against Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy won, even though he fell off of a fucking scaffolding. <sighs> MJF defeats Chris Jericho, and it was John Moxley and Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match for the AEW World Championship. And it was the champion, John Moxley, retaining against his friend, Eddie Kingston. Let's switch it up. Let's go now. November the 6th. How about that one? November the 6th, 2011. Ring of Honor's Gateway of Honor. Got a whole list of fun matches, but this one included some crazy ones like Jay Briscoe against TJ Perkins, Jimmy Jacobs and Steve Carino against Harlem Bravo and Lancet Bravado. The Bravado Brothers is my guesstimation. I have no idea. Michael Helgen against Grizzly Redwood. My guess is just some big fella. The, uh, the the greatest tag team of all time, or the world's greatest tag team, Charlie Austin Chelsea Benjamin, successfully defended the uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles against Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Jay Lethal defeated Mark Briscoe, and it was the main event, which was a tag match. Kenny King and Rhett Titus defeated Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards. On to another one. This one, we're going to stay same day, different year, November the 6th, 1994. WCW and AAA put on a show called When Worlds Collide. This one had five awesome matches, and one of them even rated five stars. It was a hair versus mask match. Mascara Sangrada and Octacano uh, defeated via substitution, uh, via substitution, via submission, um, Esperito and... Chorito uh, Estrada. These are some older AAA names. I apologize if I'm butchering them. Uh, let's see. The other ones we got here. We have, oh, here's a good one. Two Cold Scorpio, Pegasus Kid, and Tino Santana defeated the team of Blue Panther, Eddie Estrada, and La Parca. Uh, here we go. The five star rated match was El Gil del Santano, or El Gil del Santo, uh, and Octagon took on the team of Art Barn, Eddie Guerrero, a very young Eddie Guerrero, and it was um, Santo and Octagon that picked up the win out of a two out of three falls match, so obviously we had some head shaven. And then in the main event, it was Pero Aguayo against Conan in a steel cage. Pero Aguayo picked up the victory. And now we finish it very lastly with some impact. Impact bound for Groy 2017. Uh, November the 5th, if you want to get technical. Trevor Lee uh, successfully defends his uh, Impact X Division Championship in a six-way against Desmond Xavier, Garza Jr., Matt Seidel, Petey Williams, and Sanjay Dutt. Abyss defeated Grado in a Monsters Ball match. Uh, we had uh, Ohio versus everyone, uh, everyone, David Chris and Jake Chris defending the World Tag Team titles against Santana Ortiz in a street fight. Gail Kim defeated uh, Ali and Senya uh, and Cena. Sorry, messing up names today. <laughs> in a three-way to win the TNA or the Impact, I should say, Knockouts Championship, and it was Eli Drake defending the Global Championship. That's right, the Impact Global Championship against Johnny Impact, and it was the man Eli Drake that pulled out the dub. Still Global Champ, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Whole lot of butchering, whole lot of messing up. This has been your week in wrestling history. And full gear is this Sunday. Um, finally, a break Saturday. from. They, well, they said I'm sure they said Sunday last night. Oh, okay. November, yeah, November twelfth, Sunday. 
Okay. Uh, so back to the old school day of pay-per-views, which might work in my favor. Um, we got seven matches, and of course, the zero-hour match is MJF and TBA versus the Guns for the ROH Tag Team titles. Um, most obvious choice, I guess, is Samoa Joe to be the yeah. partner. That's I mean, at this point, he's got he's got no other choice. I was just gonna say, I was like, he's he's kind of put himself in a corner where he's I have to go after the uh, you know a world title, the world title, MJF's world title, whatever have you. Um, I'm really, I'm really, 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 really trying to think of anybody else, anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but I can't. I'm also a little. I mean, I've been saying all along that the the masked guys and the devil of the kingdom. Um, and of course, for the last two weeks, MJF's been video calling Adam Cole, and Adam Cole's been saying, "You got to pick Joe." So there's got to yeah. be something there. There's got to be, yeah. I, you know, the seeds have been planted for sure because that's definitely how it looks. It looks like it could be Adam. I was trying to decipher though. I'm always I've been trying to decipher the entire thing uh, by the size of the guys. And it's hard. That's difficult. I assure you this. That is difficult. But um, if it's Joe, there's no them. They, they they can't they can't lose. And the reason why I say that is because I think what they'll do is they'll wait for any kind of possible turn or fuck over of MJF for after the match. Yeah. I mean, they've also only been shown the devil's face, well, the mask lately. So he hasn't been getting physical, which. Would explain it being Adam Cole because obviously he's got the broken ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, is that too obvious for AEW because they've been pretty creative with this long-term, uh, long-term storytelling in the past? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say it's super cut and dry. I mean, you can, because here's the reality. You can play this thing out for a little longer. You really could if you wanted to, because uh, it, it, it just has so many twists and turns that you're able yeah. to do it like that. But I don't know. It makes me worry. It makes me worry. But then again, um, you know, the rumor I that I love is that it's CM Punk under the mask because oh, fuck hell I, no. I don't believe it for a second, but. If it was true and it is him, wouldn't that be the biggest fucking swerve ever? That would be, and like kudos, it would be like kudos to TK, like the whole night. <laughs> like people would shit themselves. TK haters would be like on a fucking rug bowing down to the guy right now, like kind of shit. Like, oh my god, what a fuck! Because even I would be like, that's a move, that's the balls right there, bro. That is a ballsy, ballsy move. But I don't think he's that crazy. I know he's ballsy. I don't think he's that crazy, though. So I still think it's fucking um, David Finley. I still think we're going to get an influx of New Japan guys. I saw somebody last night suggest that it's um, Mustafa Ali. Ooh, I never thought. Ooh, I never thought of him because, you know, he's a free agent. Yeah. And of course, he's done the whole masked group gimmick shit before, and it was shit. Yeah, that was shit. It could have been so much better. Potential wasted all the time. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. I don't think we're gonna get the reveal at full gear, but if we do, I'm gonna play it safe and say it is the kingdom. Um, and it's their way of fucking over MJF. But in this, for the match itself, I'm just gonna go MJF and and Joe retain. 
I'm just because that's my thought process. If it's Joe, they can't lose because it's Joe. You cannot derail his momentum. Now, let me say this. If it's anybody else, if it's any other jerk off, if it's one of his buddies from the fucking, uh, 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 you know, fucking New York day, if he brings in like Brian Meyer, no, Brian Myers is in impact or whatever. You know what I mean? If he yeah, brings he in fucking like Matt, he could bring in Matt Cardona, like an asshole. You know what I mean? He could bring in somebody like that. And if he does, they lose anybody that's not Samoa Joe. And we have new ring of honor tag title champs. I, I assure you of this just because I feel like they're, they want to do something with, with the, uh, with the bang, bang gang. They want to do something with the guns again. If it comes at the extent of MJF, it has to be because of MJF, not because of MJF and Samoa Joe. You cannot give a name next to MJF. And be like, oh, they lost. Them guys lost. How the fuck did they lose? No, did, did you if, again? If it's anybody else, it's a loss. Um, yeah, they've been making the guns look really strong the past few weeks too. They they squashed guys. I think what was it like thirty seconds last night? 30, 40 seconds. Yeah, thirty forty seconds, something like that. I think Excalibur was the one that said like, oh, 30 seconds. No, it was Taz. Taz and, has fucking been killing it on commentary, by the way. Too, if people have not noticed, yeah. he's been the man. That's has greatly improved. Um, and it didn't even do much to these two nerds last night. It just kicked one in the gut. He went yep. in the corner for like a 20 seconds, and then he hit the uh, free 10 to Yuma. Sold his ass off. One kick to the gut. <laughs> Jesus. It was, that was like a stone-cold kick to the gut. Right it it, it was hilarious because like I'm watching <laughs> this, and I'm like, well, geez, that ended like every other goddamn fucking um, uh, smoking guns match I've ever seen. Just fucking hit a move or two, and we're out of here. Ah, uh, but yeah, it's got it's got to be Joe. They've been setting it up. Yeah. Um, and I mean, why else would he drop the TV title? Obviously, he teams with G- MJF. He gets a world title match. I mean, it, there is pluses and minuses in that. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go on to the main card. Um, I can't predict what they're going to open with, but maybe. Orange Cassidy, John Moxley for the international title would be a good opener. Shit, way to set everybody's pants on fire. That'd be for sure. Um, OC retains, but it'll be one of the best matches we've seen from both of these guys Yeah, in a while. Um, if not in OC's career, for sure. Um, obviously, John's going to bleed his ass off. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> You guys are going to get over it already. This is just what he does now, okay? Fuck off. I saw, um, I saw a Simpsons meme this week. Um, you know, a sideshow Bob writing a note to Bart in his cell, and it's just John Moxley going, Dear Orange, and he passes out. And then it's, uh, <laughs> I think, Wheeler Yudo or Brian Danielson on the other bunk going, Use a pen, Mox. And he's just covered <laughs> in blood. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, that's glorious shit. It's awesome. But it's the truth, you know what I mean? The guy, this is uh, this is what John loves. That's what he loves. You know, he likes being a deathmatch guy. Poor guy's battling with arthritis right now at the fucking yeah. ripe age of like 40-something. And I assure you, dude, arthritis is no fun, is nothing fun. It's nothing fun. No. But um, he's going to put his body on the line for sure in this one. Him and Orange are going to fucking tear it up. Um, But yeah, it's Orange's momentum to lose. And, and trust me, he ain't losing it no time soon. Now, maybe TK's realized that he should have retained against Mox the first time mm-hmm. because it would have been like the pinnacle of his 
glorious reign. Yeah, and then and then you look. Then you would be able to look at a stopgap. Okay, when is he's probably peaked now? Is there anybody that's going to be better? Oh, probably not. Okay, it's time to dwindle it down and then pass it off. Instead, it was oh, John, here you go, and then then it just didn't work out that way because John got got his bell rung. Phoenix, Phoenix. (laughs) Oh shit, you're fucked up too. Shit, why did I take it off of you? Uh, I mean, he did say he was tired. This is true, but you know, again, TK learns the hard way. Yeah. Um. On to six man tag: Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland with Ric Flair versus Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. This is gonna be another really fun one. Um, I hope, 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 um, that we get a much better outing from Adam Copeland. Um, mm. his Lucha Underground or Lucha Underground, his Luchasaurus match. Well, again, Luchasaurus was Lucha Underground. Uh, his Luchasaurus match was uh, left a lot to be desired. Um, definitely, I know I wasn't the biggest fan. Um, I know that there were some very big E fans that were a fan of it. I I was hoping for more. I again, be be that my opinion. I was hoping for more. Uh, I think he'll get it in this one with because he'll be working with Christian, because he'll be working with Nick Wayne. I just think Luchasaurus works with like a handful of people very good, and then everybody else is just, well, we're there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was a, a strange choice for his first match in AEW. I mean, obviously I get it. It's Christian Cage's uh, right-hand man, but mm-hmm. uh, a very different style from what Edge is been used to in his last run in wwe he's been wrestling with like randy orton and finn balor and then you got luchasaurus who's this big fucking guy mm-hmm. so no hey, he's a big guy who's trying to do fucking hurricane runners and shit yeah it was a definite change of pace and like adam copeland hasn't wrestled kane in like 15 years no so then yeah exactly so you've got <laughs> the big man kind of wrestling you got to deal with then you got to figure out what kind of moves are he is, are you going to be able to actually use, and then you got to figure out how you're going to take his crazy lucha when you haven't fucking wrestled somebody true lucha in God only knows how long. And don't say Dom, <laughs> jackasses. So, uh, hopefully, there's no shenanigans from Nature Boy, Shenan- but I think I'll go with a predictable win, Sting. Darby and Adam Copeland. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see why Rick would get involved in a negative fashion anyway. So I, I think this is just a good old comeuppance, um, for for Sting, you know, for the good guys. You know what I mean? A good, a good win for Sting on his way out. And then, but did, then that makes me question: like, does that mean that Orange is going to lose? Or not Orange? Uh, uh um, uh, uh, Darby. Is Darby Allen going to lose the TNT title shot he has? Like, because that's kind of like a bummer. You know yeah. what I mean? But. I mean, Nick Wayne's probably going to take the fall anyway. This is true. Uh, <laughs> poor bastard. This is true. Uh, okay. Let's go for the women's side. Uh, Hikaru Shida defending against Timeless Tony Storm with Luther. Where, where the fuck did that come from? Because Luther changed his whole fucking gimmick. He's no longer like this devil worshiping uh crazy guy from Japan. I think he's like a butler now. Yeah. Which is weird as fuck. Weird. That he came weird back. Weird as fuck. How in the wor- you how in the world? 
how this is what I'm trying to figure out. How in the world does Tony Storm miss um black and white whatever take this devil devil worshiping crazy man from Japan and turn him into a butler? You want to know how? Ah. It's the cheeks. That's how. Yeah, he he saw Tony's uh, movies and was just inspired. He saw the home movies. <laughs> he said, oh, oh uh, let me set up your camera. Uh, I think we talked about this last week or the week before about whether it's too soon to put the title back on Tony. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of Hikaru Shida being a transitional champion because she's only had it back for a few weeks. But at the same Boy, time, yeah. Tony's over as fuck right now. Yeah, dude, she's molten hot, molten hot. Like I, it, I don't know of a. She's probably the hottest lady in all of wrestling right now. Let's keep it honest. You know what I mean? There, the the talks of you know what is it? Uh, uh, Julia getting signed from Stardom to WWE. She doesn't compare mm-hmm. to Tony Storm right now. Okay, uh, the the mysteriously hidden Mercedes Monet. She ain't as big as fucking Tony Storm right now. I don't know any fucking woman on the fucking E that's as big as Tony Storm right now. There's, and I'm not trying to be biased. I'm not. I, this isn't like a biased thing. This is a feel for the internet community. And the feel is, is whether you're an AEW fan, WWE fan, New Japan stardom, whatever have you, you're loving, loving, not liking, loving what they're doing with Tony Storm. You're loving yeah. it. I mean, you and could it, mention Rhea Ripley, but I've, even people are complaining that she's not defending her title enough. Yeah, I mean, she's died down. Let's be honest. She's died down. She's not. She is very much the top of the world that she is. Let's keep that mm-hmm. honest. You know what I mean? She's uh, has the attention, the whole whatever. But that attention isn't radiant like it had w- once been. You know what I mean? She, Tony Storm is radiating heat right now. She is. She is uh, fucking plutonium. You know what I'm saying? She is nuclear reactive kind of shit. But that's why I'm like, just give her the belt and black and white life and blah 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 blah. but is you're right it's been three weeks yeah but Ugh. you know what thinking about it given the time frame i can see her winning the title and then immediately being confronted by jamie hater yeah 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 maybe if that's if that's where we're see now you're making it make sense if there is a if there is a bridge to uh to cross a gap to fill from going from Hikaru Shida to Tony Storm, then I understand it. But mm-hmm. if you're gonna like, but that's but then again, I also fully understand. Just give it to him while the iron's hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if Jamie but, does come back and confront Tony, I want to hear Tony oh. with a crystal clear, "Oh bollocks," and then run away. Yes, please, <laughs> please do. That would be fantastic. But I mean, oh my God, this is this is like worth. We finally got into the land of difficult decision making for AEW. I don't think we've ever actually really gotten here, and I am at a fucking loss. You know what? I think it it's always with the women because we have a red hot women's champion, and then somebody else comes along who's red hot, and they deserve it. But at the same time, you don't want to take it off the other one. Yeah, yeah, that's beautifully said. Beautifully said. It's it, Harkarashita came in and quote unquote saved the division. You know, brought it back to to the promised land, and literally at the same time they had been deciding, okay, well, you know, we did a couple of weird vignettes with Tony Storm. It's time to kick it up a notch. Yeah, and people then they are loving did. it. And now it's like, uh, 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 do we give it to this? You know, fucking it's King it's King Kong and Godzilla. You know what I mean? 
do, do we want to have our fucking city destroyed and hopefully for, protected one day because he'll go back into the water? Or is it we're just fucking crazy ape man? What are we doing? Uh, I think she does easily earned her flowers already. She's the only three-time champ, so... Yeah, but that's um, like... But you already know that's going to have a moniker to it. There's going to be an asterisk on top of it. Oh, yeah, she's she was fucking three-time champ, but how long was her, her long... How long have her title reigns been? She's yeah. She had one really long one, and that's it. In front of nobody. It Yeah, that's the worst part. Uh, but and if so Tony wins... Morgan, yeah? Would she be a three-time champ? She's won it twice, right? Yeah, she would be the next three-time. And then oh, yeah, I believe the Tony, and then I believe Hater would be a three time. Oh damn! So we're well, ju- I mean, we're in the, we're in that territory, baby. Yeah, they're four years old. It's about time we started having multiple champions um, that aren't yeah. named Moxley. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! <sighs> you, give me Tony. Actual winner. Oh fuck! I I love Sheeta, but so, give me Tony Storm. Oh, the iron is so hot. When's the next pay per view after this? I think it's going to be Revolution in March. In March? Oh God! Oh no! Wait, there's um the new one in December. Uh, World's End. Ooh. In December. Ooh. Tony wins. Tony wins, and whether it be Hater shows up Sunday. Or the, or the following weeks, they it goes down at world's end. And uh, whether right. that means Tony's a transitional champion, who knows? I don't fucking know. Uh, we got two matches left. I'm actually really intrigued by this one. Golden Jets, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho versus the Young Bucks. The Bucks have been... <sighs> uh, well, Nick in particular, uh, Matt in particular, have been petty little teenagers the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if... Jericho and Omega win, they get the Bucks guaranteed tag team title shot. If the Bucks win, Golden Jets must disband as a team. <clears throat> um, I'm going with Golden Jets. Okay, so there's a couple things to take into context here. So, um, there are a lot of fans, or uh, let me stop myself, there's some dirt sheet writers, especially dirt sheet radio. Um, who decided to think that maybe this is the way that FTR is trying to out themselves? That oh well, they don't want to work with the Bucks. So in their way of not wanting to work with the Bucks is this. And what I have to say is, is you're a fucking idiot. Because here's here's what it is. Um, Kenny Omega has beaten the Young Bucks with any tag team partner he's ever picked since the history of time. And I mean this, and this isn't this isn't a knock on the Bucks. Kenny has the advantage. If you go back to New Japan, if you go back to Ring of Honor, go back to PWG. No matter no, not PWG. They never really tag, fought against each other, but except for the BLA. But anyway, um, the times that they did where they would be competition against the Bucks, Kenny won. No matter who teamed with them, but 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 but. but I think now it's time that it doesn't happen. I think this is the time where the, uh, oh, well, it's the Kenny Omega effect or whatever have you. You know, it's the Golden Jits, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. How in the fuck Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho lose? Easy, because the Bucks are pissed off. The Bucks are bitter. The Bucks are angry. And when you get heel Bucks, 
it's huge. Okay, Heel Bucks, Heel Bucks ran the fucking world of tag team wrestling for numerous years, regardless with the Bullet Club badge or not. Heel Young Bucks ran the fucking tag world for years. And I don't think we've really gotten like this super dickhead, super douchebag. I mean, we've gotten him close. I don't know if we've gotten full Ring of Honor dickhead Young Bucks yet. And I think if you want to get going that way, you start right now. And whether that means Kenny joins them or Kenny abandons them is a whole different story to play into. But I just think that this is the time that the Bucks finally have Kenny's number. Ooh. I, can't, I just can't. I can't have. Jericho's got to lose something. Honestly, I just think I'm enjoying this team of Jericho and Omega, and I just think it's a little too soon to break them up. But um, I think the perfect way to like piss off the Bucks further would be not just to take their tag team title shot, but Jericho and Omega get to keep on teaming. Uh, and then we win them. That's my biggest fear. If if they continue being a heel and they're still tight with Kenny, then it's gonna fuck things up because Kenny's obviously on his babyface run right now. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm already, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not fully stuck in my ways. I just think no, that honestly, the, the this Bucks, could go either way. I feel like just the Bucks are just on that little extra level of piss. Now, whether they go full heel or whatever have you, could be a totally different ball game. Um, you know, maybe this is like a an awakening. Oh shit! I need to be with the Bucks again. I can't. You know. I was winning, but I mean, I, I get it too. There's people that like the Golden Jets. I'm just, I, I need Jericho to walk on his own for a minute. Not, and not, not just a literal minute either. You know what I mean? Like, like, actually, give me a few months of just Chris Jericho, not Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara or Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega or Chris Jericho and Danny Gross. No, 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 no. Don't put him in a faction. Don't team him with somebody. Just give me Chris Jericho. I mean, the other thing also is that Kenny and Jericho are both still feuding with the Don Callis family. Yes, this is true. They can't really do that if they're not allowed to team up. Ah. Loophole. Oh, God. They're going to win the belts, aren't they? Fine. Give me the golden jet. Just because, you know. But it makes sense, as they say. I'm trying to think that would obviously be another belt for Jericho and AEW, but he still I don't I don't see him winning the international or the TNT title, so I don't give, either give him a tag I mean, title run. Maybe next maybe the next couple of years if he's still around. I could see him winning mid card titles like in a few years. When he's like shows up on a random appearance, I've been on a fucking five months hiatus. Well, I mean, shit. shit. How old was Ric Flair when he came back and won the Intercontinental title? Oh, God. He was in his 50s. He was just, he was 59, 58, 59, something like that. Sounds about right. Yeah, I was going to say, he always seemed older in evolution. (laughs) Well, because that was, he was, that was 2002, 2003, 2002, 2001. And he's 70-something now, almost 80. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, all right. Um, so we, we almost had a different prediction right there, but so far we're all the same, and I got a feeling it's not going to be much different. Oh, wait, we do have two more matches. Um, Hangman versus Swerve. I oh, God. This uh, one would have had a stipulation. I thought it did. I, I, I thought it did. Guess not. Um, so they're having a rematch for the sake of having a fucking. Um, Hangman is officially uh, uh, Brody King. Not Brody King. Um, uh, Bruiser Brody. He doesn't have stories. He just fights. And I'm like, cool. I'm not mad at it. It's fucking cool. Beat some ass. Um, even though this has been a story, you know, fucking Swerve has gone to his house and talked to his baby. Hangman's baby is like, fuck you won't. But anyway. Um, God, see, this is the thing right now. It's it, it's Hangman. It's either Hangman loses, which is just, I don't really have anything else to put around that. It's either Hangman loses or Swerve loses all of his fucking momentum. So I think, unfortunately, this one, to me, is a smidge cut and dry. And uh, with him, with Hangman being, like, in and out of the elite and kind of around, you got to leave it to the super fucking hot hand. And that's Swerve, dude. Swerve is on fuego, in fuego right now, this guy. Okay? He is... He will, he will be AEW's first black champion. I fucking promise it. How soon we get it, though, is the question. I mean, I think I went with Swerve last time and Hangman won because I think Swerve needed more momentum, but he definitely needs more momentum this time. Yeah, I mean, it's... (laughs) A win on Hangman means a giant push for Swerve. And right now, I think that's the best move for this company is you push him. Put, there's nerdy white dudes in the fucking crowd trying to do the fucking swerve. And they look like idiots. And it's glorious. Okay? It's glorious. You gotta... You, the, the iron is, is steaming hot with swerve. It's steaming hot. We, we, we talked about it with Tony. Steaming hot. You know what I mean? You, you, I also don't think a loss is going to hurt Hangman as no. much as it would Swerve. Has don't think about it when you say it like that. Has a loss hurt Hangman at all? Not really. No, I mean he even with the whole Punk drama, he's recovered so well, and I think he's more popular now than he was uh, after losing the world title. Yeah, I agree with that. Because again, he hasn't lost momentum. He hasn't. It, it, hangman is is just Hangman. He's there. You know, he's either going to gain momentum or he's just hangman. So, yeah, let him lose. It's fine. Not a big deal. Okay. Main events, MJF defending the world title against Jay White. Um, Oh, my God. I mean, it seems cut and dry. I I think Jay White looks great with the world title, and he definitely is worthy of being a world champion someday in AEW, but it seems like... It's clear cut and dry the way they've built it. Like he's had that title for this whole feud. MJF hasn't been able to get it back. So, I mean, he's finally going to get it back when he beats him and keeps it. Yeah. Oh, God. I really want JY to win. I'm, I'm on this, this kick right now where, and, and I know why I'm on this kick. And the reason is, is we're two months away from Wrestle Kingdom. 
That's the reason why. And Wrestle Kingdom is the biggest show of the year for almost every fucking wrestling promotion. I don't give a shit. Like, WrestleMania is great. It's not Wrestle Kingdom. You know, uh, what is it? All In is fantastic. It's not Wrestle Kingdom. It's, I'm sorry. You know, call me the Uncle Dave, you know, fanboy or whatever have you. But it, they're just not the same. Jay White as AEW champion throwing it in the face of New Japan fans and defending it against somebody out there is fucking gold. It's fucking gold. Okay. The reality is, is there is a lot of AEW guys on this roster that New Japan has been clamoring to work with. Absolutely clamoring to work with. And I can see it start with this, you know, this whole thing. Again, we just, we, we talked about, um, you know, this whole thing coming to a head and, and, and the turn happening on MJF. If it happens, and this is on the pre-show, he doesn't have enough time to recover. He's barely going to have enough time to recover. And he's going to have to go against Jay White and likely the whole Bang Bang gang? I don't know. But at the same time, I don't know if this is the time to pull the trigger just yet. You know what I mean? It's, it's very, this one is, is another one of those where it's, do we end the run of MJF? Do we give it to Jay White and let it roll like that? Is it time to put it on the heel? You know what I mean? It's like it's on the face. We love the face. He's our douchebag. Blah 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 blah. But it's has it finally become too much for him? Is it is time finally caught up to him? Is it Jay White's turn? Is it time for us to hate motherfuckers again? I think it kind of is. I think it's about that time. It's our time to hate them. And I mean, we have World's End coming up. You can have a rematch where you can maybe do it in like in a cage or something submissions. Whatever, you can figure something out. But I think, again, we're talking about, and as I said, we've been talking about on multiple matches, while the iron is hot, you roll with this. So I, I, think, I, think, I think it's time to pull the trigger and mm-hmm. give the belt to, to Jay White and let us hate somebody. Okay, that's that's what you really want to get, drive a wrestling fan. It's not the ones that love these people. It's not the people that love. Uh, oh God, well I I watch it because I love The Rock. No, no, no. How did you get there? You used to say, "Die, Rocky, die." You hated The Rock before you could love The Rock. We hated MJF before we could love MJF, and now it's the perfect opportunity to hate somebody. Before you love them And you do it right now With Jay White and the Bang Bang Gang uh, Again like I said I'd love to see MJ, um, Jay White with the world title But I'm just thinking bigger picture of MJF And you know what I'm guessing we're not going to get the reveal Of the devil At full not, gear not yet. Not I think yet. it's going to be at world's end Mm-hmm. Like what better way to end the year Because it's on uh, December 30th yeah. Than with the devil reveal Right The reveal of the devil That's that's That writes itself That writes itself uh, So in that aspect I think we need to keep the title on MJF At least until world's end So there we go We finally got a split decision I was about to say yeah that's it, But I mean that's a good one though right it, That's a good yeah. one It's like it's the rest of them, I don't want to say seem predictable, but they have a likely pathway. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm st- like I like the World's End one. I do. I still think you could build that whole thing anyway. 
You don't have yeah. to have the belt for it, but you know what I mean? Somebody that just wants to torture MJF. This There's is a lot of things we were saying about the women, though. Like, I don't want to take the title off MJF, but my God, it looks good on Jay White. Right? It's like, oh, goodness gracious. Why are you doing this to us, Tony? Right? Just the, <laughs> the, the, the heartstrings you pull them, the heartstrings. All right. Well, um, speaking of pulling the heartstrings, we are just two weeks away from our next special event. Promo Series 8 Chaos Fury comes your way on November 23rd, featuring our predictions for Survivor Series, plus all of this. And the first thing we kick it off with is the Tag Team Championships. They will be on the line as DC and I defend against the winners of the Blind Tag Team Tournament, The Cap and Cypher in Duos Trivia. Yeah. Beer will take on Mike Larkin in a promo exhibition for the first time ever. There's nothing on the line except for pride. Pride means something to both of these men. I push for beer. Let's see how it goes. Daniel Crimmins will defend his other title as the Knowledge Championship will be on the line in the seventh annual Winter Stays on Gauntlet. His first challenger will be the man they call Ted P. De Niro, and whoever wins will immediately defend against the captain. Hey, what can I say? And El Jefe will also be defending his other title, capping off a year-long story. Moses defends the Max World Championship against Cypher. Don't miss a single minute and go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com slash promo series 8 for more information. And now let's finish off the show with our final segments, beginning with the Geek of the Week. Hey, he's going to kill me. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking head with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. Okay, I'm. Take a deep breath. He's not around. Um, so first and foremost, I have never been a fan of this um thing uh but i i I tried to find like a wrestling writer that put their foot in their mouth um i tried to find you know whatever uncle dave was talking about fucking possible wwe pay-per-views on like a friday i was like i was stupid but to me not as stupid as dropping a fucking championship for no good goddamn reason um i've always said uh, and I will always continue to say that the best way to relinquish a title is to win the bigger title, is to take your international championship, your TNT championship, and go win the AEW championship. And in this case, for Samoa Joe, go ring the go win the Ring of Honor World Championship or the AEW World Championship. Then, and only then, can you relinquish the television championship. Six hundred seventy or five hundred seventy plus days um, could have had a reign close to fucking two years if they really wanted it and it would have worked perfectly there was no there was you know nobody hated it nobody was getting stale of it joe is champ is joe is champ and we're just used to it it's nothing was negative there was nothing bad but it it, you did it for what you know i mean it's it's like i feel like when um when tk gets i guess backed into a corner he feels like stuff's not good enough we got to have a tournament or we gotta, or we gotta have like a big battle royal. But why? Like, why not have one of those things for a number one contendership? 
You know what I mean? Why not work to earn your shot at the champ? Why do we have to relinquish a belt for them to work their asses off for it? Just, just for us, just for us to likely not see Samoa Joe win the belt. So he's going to drop the Ring of Honor TV champ, TV title to, to, to win the Ring of Honor tag championship. See how I'm lost here? Yeah, because he wouldn't it. even be a real tag team champion. He'd be interim. Exactly. So I'm just, uh, it, it, um, I'm, a, I'm a guy hey. with the gold, with the love for gold for crying out loud. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. have the gold at all times. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he was actually going to win the world title, I get it more. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. It's, it makes more of a statement to just drop it rather than lose it to somebody. Um, but yeah, he's relinquished the title and he's not going to win the world title. So you've just ended the reign for nothing. For nothing. Just just to make him look tough. Like saying, I don't need this anymore because I'm going to win that one. But you're not. I don't see it, unfortunately. I mean, I want it to happen, but I don't see it happening. Not right now, anyway. Uh, Yeah. Unfortunately, it was kind of a dumb decision when you really think about it. It may have been a bold statement, but... It's not going to have a payoff. No. No payoff for you. Uh, somebody did get a payoff, though, which brings us to the MVP of the week. Yeah. And I'm going to give it to somebody who is on a very, very short list of people who have been put over clean by John Cena. Clean! And I'm not just talking recently, I'm talking all time. It's a very short list of people Cena's put over clean. Uh, You can even question CM Punk because there was a distraction with Vince. Mm -hmm. Um, Danielson, Daniel Bryan, I think there was also maybe a distraction in that match, if I remember right. No, I think he beat him clean as a whistle. Yep, clean as well. Uh, then he just got screwed afterwards. Yep. So somebody who did not just beat Cena clean, but with an exclamation mark on the mm-hmm. end this past week was Solo Sokoa. Mm. Damn near gave him the fucking Brock Lesnar treatment, did This fucking kid beat the <laughs> shit out of him. I was like, I'm so proud of you. And like Cena's going to go back to Hollywood now, and he's had all these spikes in his throat. They're going to be like, what happened to you? Ah, fucking Dwayne's cousin kicked my ass. Why'd you turn into Clint Eastwood? (laughs) What happened to your voice, John? (laughs) What are you talking about? I did some wrestling. I did some some wrestling. You can't see me. No, but we can fucking hear you. (laughs) Right? I heard you around the corner. Scared the shit out of me. But, I mean, it's a great sign to uh, put somebody as young and... How long has Solo been on the main roster? Like a year now. May, I was going to say Just maybe about. a year and a half. Maybe a year oh, and yeah, a half. Oh, yeah, because he was at Crown Jewel last year. Oh, wait, wasn't that when he showed up at Crown Jewel last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, so I was going to say maybe. That's like tops. Yeah. Um. So he's been on the main roster for like a year. He's still really young. And they put him over with who they call the greatest of all time, John Cena. Mm. If that doesn't show you investment, I don't know what does. So MVP Fucking of the week serious. has to be Solo Sokoa this week. 
Um, Congrats, kid. You fucking deserve it. Hell of a showing, by the by. And speaking of Solo Sokoa, thank you for joining us. I hope we rocked you harder than four Samoan spikes. Consecutively. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B Retro Rewind. Well, I assure you this is not going to be violent with these fucking Samoan spikes, that's for sure. But uh, TSK is ramping and ready to go. Um, to my, I thought, honestly, Full Gear was uh, another whole week away. But it's this week, thank God, because the boys are clamoring and they're itching. So with that being said, it's on Sunday. Um, we should dro- have a review dropped no later than Tuesday. So make sure to come kick it over here. Come kick it with the TSK as we do a review of AEW's Full Gear. Um, with all that one, as you can tell from behind me, there is going to be some Tottenham shit dropping. Um, oh my goodness gracious. I had to share one like clip with a guy that is a, a hardcore Man United fan that I work with. And he just told me, you're going to piss off a lot of people. <laughs> so I cannot wait. This is going to be so much fun. And apparently Americans are not supposed to talk footy. Guess what? I'm breaking all the fucking rules, bud. That's how we get down around over here. Speaking of that, speaking of breaking some rules, um, Charger stuff's coming. It's 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 coming. Every time I turn around to go drop it, I swear to God, somebody else is like, I'm going to steal that idea. But don't worry. They're coming anyway. So uh, make sure you're staying tuned. You're, you're following. Obviously, we got a lot of stuff coming. Bolt ran American talking Tottenham. And, of course, kicking it with the TSK and the best way to follow all this and to make sure that you're seeing when these things drop besides hitting the obvious notification bell right here on youtube.com forward slash max wrestling is to follow us on the evil twitter machine max wrestling uk at the captain 512 and smr pod uh smart pod net oh my goodness gracious fucked up my own tag check out the <laughs> website max and don't forget to hit the follow button right here facebook twitter instagram uh tiktok the whole nine shabiggity bang of course Tell your friends, as they say back in the day. Come bring them along. We're growing as fast as we can, but we still need your help to do so. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your grandma. That's right. Tell your friends. Tell you. That's right. Go as as Mr. Beast would say. Go to every computer in your house and hit subscribe to Match Wrestling. <laughs> and with that said, join us next week. No predictions, but it is the last stop before promo series preparation. You know what? It feels like it's been a long road to promo series because all through summer we were just event after event after event. Bang, bang, bang. But we've had a nice build for this one. A great build. Uh, so it all culminates in two weeks. Who knows what's going to happen on the last stop next week. Make sure you join us. And you've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Still, come on, you spaz. Christmas Clash, who's coming? Not Santa!